right? Uh, so it, it was quite a while ago, a, a very long time ago. It's probably seven or eight years old, I think. And um, my parents had uh, this friend that my father had went to high school with that they had reconnected with a couple years prior, I think. So uh, I had a friend, I guess I can just call her, uh, just call her Lena for now. She um, was only a year older than me. So of course my parents had us uh, play together as kids. And her mother was pretty strict about stuff. So we didn't really uh, have any slumber parties or anything until, until this one time. So it was definitely a couple of years after I had known her. And she came over to my house. Uh, I think it was after my parents put us to bed that we decided to, of course, uh, get get out of bed and start sneaking around the house. Like, we just thought it would be fun. And it wasn't that long before we got hungry, of course. And uh, like, like most families, we had like uh, a refrigerator on the top floor and a refrigerator in the basement for uh, extra storage and whatnot. So it turned out that we were out of milk on the first floor and we went down into the basement to get some more milk from the fridge down there. Sorry, sorry if this is a little odd. I'm kind of nervous. I've never done anything like this before. Uh, oh, you're fine. Just keep going. Yes. Okay. So, uh, we, we go downstairs and, I remember I had tried to ask her not to go down there because my basement was just absolutely terrifying. Uh, it was an unfinished basement at the time. And uh, it was really, really big, just kind of empty besides uh, one corner where we kept like the the washing machines and the fridge. And it was up against um, this little brick wall that we blocked off a little crawl space on. So I obviously was pretty terrified of that as a kid, Fair. but um, yeah, she she convinced me to go downstairs, but I wouldn't do it alone. So she came with me, and we went to go into the fridge, and I I this this part I what I because I didn't actually see him myself until many many years later, but I was in the fridge, and at some point I just hear her start screaming at, at the top of her lungs. And, and I mean, it's like, I've never heard anything like that before, especially at that age. And I don't think I've ever seen somebody that terrified in my life, but I like, I turn around because she's screaming bloody murder and she's standing there and she's shaking, jumping, just freaking out. And she's just, I, I don't, I didn't know what to do. We kind of stood there for a second as she's freaking out. And then she ends up running right up the stairs. And so I follow her because I have no idea what's going on. I'm screaming. She's screaming. We're both terrified. I don't know what we're running from. And we get upstairs and she, she basically just throws herself on my living room floor and she just starts shaking and, and, and kicking and just freaking out. So of course my parents, they come running out from their bedroom and they, they, they at first they think that she's having a seizure or something. I, they told me, they told me when I asked them about the incident um, that they were sure she was having a seizure or something. And so they like tried to turn her on her side or pick her up or something. And by the time that they had gotten her up, she just started bawling her eyes out. And they, they were asking her like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What, what hurts? Did you hurt yourself? And she's just 
she's just hysterical. Just there was a man with the hat. There was a man with a hat in the basement. And I, I didn't know what to do. I was terrified. So I just kind of stood there while this all went down and that we ended up, of course, calling her parent, her mom and her mom came over and picked her up. And I, I didn't see her um, ever again after that because um, uh, I didn't actually really understand it at the time. Her mother was very strict and, and was definitely probably not happy about the situation. That's what I always assumed it mostly to be. And um, it, 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 what, what, uh, it was years later when I was, I, I was much older. I was on Facebook and she popped up. And so, of course, I added her as a friend and I ended up messaging her and asking her how she was and everything. Of course, I didn't, I didn't mention this because it was um, not really the first thing I would want to say to somebody who I hadn't seen in so long. And she had told me that she had been in and out of mental hospitals for years and that she had been struggling with paranoid schizophrenia. And, and she told me about having visions and hallucinations, but she's, she's doing much, much better now. Last I checked, she was actually engaged and she's definitely at a better point in her life. So of course I don't want to, you know, uh, say anything about who she is or whatever, because I don't want to take her back to such a difficult time in her life. What, what, what was she saying while she was freaking out on the ground? I want to be very careful when talking about anything with mental health. Yes. I, I um, of course, at the time that I did see him years later, uh, I was probably around, I don't, I don't know how old I was, maybe 10, uh, 11. So uh, I, I saw him myself, but at that point I hadn't reached out to her and I hadn't seen her since. So I didn't know that she was having um, mental problems or that she was mentally ill. Um, but yeah, I also do want to say that I don't want to insinuate that this is that she's not crazy and that this isn't happening because I, I'm very sure that she does have a lot of issues. But I just find it um, extremely frightening that she seemed to develop and spiral into these issues after this night in my house. And um, yeah, yeah, I did. I did see him myself, but it was only for like a brief moment when I was 10. Tell me about what you saw. What did you see? Um, well, I, I remember I had, um, by this time, a couple years later, we had, um, the basement more renovated. We were putting extra bedrooms down there and, um, we had two of them built at the time, I believe. And my parents let me have one of them, which I had thought is really cool at the time because, you know, it's like when I was little, I used to be scared of this basement and now I'm like older and I get to stay down here and it's cool. I had my own little, I got to decide how my room looked. So I, I, th I thought it was a pretty good situation. And obviously I was, I was quite a bit older. So I, um, I was staying up late one night cause this was, de it, this was definitely a summer break that I had. I was staying up late one night playing on my laptop. And I got upstairs to go to the bathroom because at the top of our basement stairs to the, to, to like the right, if you're like walking up them, we had a little half bathroom there. So I went to the bathroom and as I'm, you know, finishing up in there, I hear my dog because we had a dog at the time. Um, he was such a sweetheart. He, uh, I heard him come running down on the, the floors and he, he was a really, really hyper dog, you know, the, 
freaking out or whatever. So I hear his paw, her, his claws echoing on the, the tile. And he comes up to the door and I hear his paw start to slide too because he's going so fast and he just like thunk right into the door. And so I open my door thinking that my dog is coming to see me. And when I open it, there's just nothing there. And at the time, my dog, uh, he had actually had been having kidney issues for a while he was old by then and um because we we adopted him when he was like already five years old and whatnot so he's having kidney issues and because of that he would pee in his sleep so we were keeping him out uh, outside in the garage at nighttime so before we could take him to the vet and so I knew it definitely wasn't him so I turned to go down stairs because I'm I at this point it hasn't really processed I'm just kind of I, I'm getting nauseous and freaked out of course and when I turn to look down the basement steps I see uh, a figure down there just just standing I couldn't see a face because the hat was was tipped down over and he was wearing a dark trench coat black maybe dark brown and he had claws hanging out the bottom of his of his long sleeves and he was just standing there and as soon as his head moved I just ran booked it to my parents room screaming of course so that that's the one time that I did see him myself it, oh. I, I don't want to say it's like a wolverine type of it, they almost looked like dog paws which was very which was the strange thing to me they it, I just it was very like animal like Pause. That's kind of strange. Yeah, I swear I'd, I'd, I'd almost seen them like scratching underneath the door, trying to get me out of the bathroom, like my dog, my dog would, but it it wasn't my dog. It's kind of strange because every time I've heard about the um, the Hat Man, if you will, he's never been described with claws or paws. It's always tall, you know, like. <clears throat> like six feet, seven feet tall, something like that. Hat, shadowy figure, that's it. So that... Right. Yeah, I actually didn't know that he was like a uh, a widely cited cryptid until I had made the um, original post on Reddit at the time. Because, mm. uh, yeah, I, it was pretty recently that she had made her, um, my my friend Lena had made her engagement announcement on Facebook and so I, it really got me thinking about it again and when I was looking through Reddit and I saw the subreddit I thought it was like the perfect spot to put the story at the time so so that's that's what led me up to actually posting it what? Um, for the first time in so long and that's when I found out that it was actually a widely seen thing that's just the the hat man well typically when you hear about this this figure it is when people are experiencing sleep paralysis and uh do you know what that is yeah, yeah. okay so yeah um and they from from what i've read what i've seen what i've heard um people people say that he is always standing in their doorway or they're in the corner of a room or they're at the foot of his bed and that's about it and what makes it more interesting is um, both you and your friend weren't asleep when this happened. Yeah, we were not. So even even when I had seen him myself, I I I wanted to, you know, of course, um, 
lots of the replies would be, well, maybe it's, it's this, this is what you and your friends saw, or maybe it's because of this. And, and a lot of them were like, well, maybe it's because you were just, you know, waking up, but it's like, I, I was awake for hours at that point. I hadn't been sleeping. Um, but when we were kids, we, we had woken up, of course. Um, well, I wouldn't call it waking up. We were more so pretending to be asleep, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, something that i i've never been able to explain i think it's it's more of a because with sleep paralysis i i don't really put it under a paranormal category i don't put it under a cryptic category anything like that it's kind of like its own unique thing right but with this Mm -hmm. it kind of feels more like a haunting if anything Right. And, and I mean, I, I moved out of the house a couple of years later after we had finished renovating the basement completely. Uh, and we ended up moving out to a different house and whatnot. And I, I'd never seen them before. I mean, I, I'd never seen them again after that. When I, when I made the original post, I wasn't sure how to tag it really. Because it's like, you know, of course, the, the, the subreddit had a bunch of, you know, like angel, demon, haunting, whatever. But it's like I didn't know what to what what to tag it as. I didn't know what it was. Um, what, what, so was this like a suburban area, like city life? Uh, we, we were in a pretty rural area. Um, I, I mean, when I look back on it, the street I had lived on... Um, I lived in a small town. It was a living area. It's not like I was in the middle of absolutely nowhere, but um, we lived on this particular street that just had a bunch of weird stuff go on um, multiple different occasions. I mean, I, uh, a lot of our neighbors had a lot of uh, bad luck. I mean, the neighbors that lived next door to us, I remember there was a night they had a little gathering and, um, the, one of them, uh, he was, because they had two kids, and it was a husband, wife, two kids, and the father had fallen into the fire pit that night, and so we, we had to go over there, and my, my father came and helped him out and made sure he wasn't too injured, and then the very next day, their house burnt down, and uh, um, yeah, and here's, here's the really crazy part is that they... Uh, moved a trailer onto that property to stay in for a little while while they were, of course, trying to fix, um, I mean, not fix the house. They were basically just tearing it all down because you just couldn't save it at that point. But um, uh, they moved a trailer onto the property while that was going on, and their trailer also burnt down, and they just gave up on the property after that and moved away. We uh, we had another neighbor who lived more, he he lived kind of like a we had a little small backwoods area and then he lived on the other side of that. And he was just an odd guy that would um, wear really, really strange outfits. He, he was a crossdresser, not to say of course, anything bad about that, but he was really, really crazy. He would drive his four wheeler around really fast by our house all the time. He would shout at the kids whenever we were out and kind of threaten us from his, mo- from his uh, four wheeler and, of course, a couple of months into doing that, he ended up crashing it and killing himself. So th- there's just a bunch of crazy stuff that happened on that street. I don't live in the area anymore, but a lot of weird stuff would, of course, happen there. Um, I, there was actually a time where an old woman had knocked on my door and had asked me 
um, th this was a completely different different subreddit that I put it in because it was more of like a an I was almost kidnapped type of thing, where an old lady had come to my door and had asked me to come over to her house and help her um, get the keys out of her, I think it was her son's car, because he had locked them in his truck and she needed someone small enough to fit in the back window. And I'd actually gone with her, but I ended up, um, it just in summary, I ended up faking a phone call with my mom in order to get her to drive me home when I figured that something was really wrong about the situation. That's uh, a bit strange. So this was in the same neighborhood, I assume, correct? Yeah, same, same house, same everything. Okay. Um, back to what Stockhouse was saying about the bad juju with the skinwalkers. There was an episode we did with a boy that lived in Oregon, and he was on his family, or not his family, sorry, his friend's family's property. And if I remember correctly, it was on the eastern side of the Cascade, so this is where like it's it gets to kind of desert territory. Um, and him and his friends had seen and captured a picture of what they thought was a skinwalker. And um, do you remember the details a lot? Because... The, the grandma or the mother that lived there had seen it the night before or some shit like that. They, um, let's see. So it went night before, a couple nights before, grandma saw it on the porch. And then the kids were out playing and they had seen it in the bushes, like, you know, near the house. And they had snapped a picture and they had the flashlight. We... Did we upload that to the Facebook page? We did. Okay. Um, and what what I thought was interesting is afterwards when he, the kid we talked to, um, asked asked people about it, they just refused to believe that it even happened. Like he asked the grandma and she just was like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. That never happened. Or he, he asked the uh, his friend and his friend was like, no, we, we just saw something. It wasn't it wasn't that. Yeah, so, I mean, I can understand why. I the the specific event that happened with the old lady at my door, I I um I didn't tell my parents because I felt like I would get in trouble for actually going with her for a while. Of course, because I I did, and she took me down to um because we we it was a dead end street that we were on, and she took me down to the last house down there, which was a, a reasonable little oh drive down there and um it, the car was just parked in the front yard and um after i had been there i had found out a couple weeks later that that house was completely abandoned and that nobody actually lived there uh can you if you remember can you describe like what the lady was wearing how she looked um she was really, really old. I, I mean, she's probably like uh, late 80s. She she had like a little walking stick with her and mm -hmm. she had like a little limp when she walked. And she, I, the best um, comparison I've used when describing her is that she looked kind of like the old granny skin from, from the uh, Snow White movie. Of course, the mm. after she had turned herself into an old witch because she had a very uh she had kind of like a little bit of a crow nose lots of missing teeth 
We had the just, hump going um, on. The, the, hmm? the arched back. Kind of like slouched yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she did. It's why she kind of had... I, it's why I assume she used a cane and whatnot. So... I mean, she just she just looked like an, a little old lady. I, I wanted to help her because of that. Yeah. And that's kind of a problem, I think, with a lot of uh, abductions is that we kind of only teach kids to be afraid of like middle aged men that yeah. show up and try to ask them for help. You don't you you always are taught, oh, yes, help all the old ladies that you can, whatnot and whatever. But this obviously was something not cool, because as soon as I had. Uh, gotten to this truck and I had opened the window and looked inside the back slider it had one of those black slider windows I saw that there were no keys in the ignition for me to grab like she said like she said there would be mm-hmm. and that's when I had pretended like I had a phone call because I just had a little iPod touch at the time I couldn't actually call for help without any wi-fi or anything smart you, you played it slick I said he, I said that's smart because you, you were kind of slick about it. You're like, she probably doesn't know what this thing is. She doesn't know how it works. Yeah, that, that, that was definitely one of my thoughts. I was just, you know, old ladies don't know technology as well. I was hoping that she wouldn't realize that it wasn't an actual phone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I had grown up watching lots of murder documentaries because my, my own grandmother was very like, uh, stranger danger you need to know what to do if you're in a situation like that and yeah. I, I i believe i saw a similar episode to that at least i think that back to the the old kids are typically taught like watch out for the middle-aged men kidnapping you you're correct about that because like an old lady that's very like you don't think an old woman's going to try to kidnap a kid you know exactly very harmless same with like even an old man like in a walker. What are they gonna do? The kid's gonna like punch him. He's gonna fall over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you think that you can take him or whatever, but I don't know. She she definitely got me in a very unsafe situation. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even realize like at the time how odd it was that somebody was coming to my door because you know you think like when it comes to abduction stories, mm-hmm. you always see kids getting snatched up off the streets or they're walking alone and someone offers them a ride or, or something. But she literally, quite literally, came to my doorstep and, and asked for me to come with her after she'd asked me if I was alone or whatever. Hmm. I think that if you want to get into, like, some theory territory, like, what... I want to say what if, but I don't feel like that's the right word to use, so we'll just say... She, eh, nah, I guess what if, what if she was the skinwalker or said creature that's, that's prowling the neighborhood, so to speak. Right. I, I didn't, I didn't think of that until you did mention skinwalker yeah. such, uh, stuff. Cause I had seen lots of skinwalker stories that do involve older women or, or something like that. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, I, I'm pretty open-minded to, to a lot of stuff. I, I like to try to think logically, but, but I, I do like to say like, what if, you know, um, if it's actually like this or, you, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, I don't know. It's creepy stuff that I try not to think about too much. I mean, this isn't, we're not, we're not investigators. So we can't say with concrete fact that that's what it was. That's just right. like the clues are kind of pointing in that direction. Yeah, there was also when I had gotten when when I had 
And I remember specifically when I had stuck my head through the little slider glass window on the back of this truck, I remember distinctly looking down and seeing no keys in the ignition and looking back up and ahead because the car, like I said, was parked in the front front yard with the, the truck bed was facing the street. So I was pointing directly at this at the house a while away. And I remember just looking into the window and seeing this man staring at me. He wasn't like a man with a hat type of scenario. He was very different. He wasn't tall and lanky. He was more like a chunky, but he was just just staring. And so I, I, I figured um, maybe it was time to get out of there. I was hoping that he didn't see me look at him because he was just kind of just, I don't know, not really looking at me, more so waiting. So, yeah, it, it was... It was definitely probably one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me, me individually, not like me watching happen to someone else, of course. Right. Yeah. When I, when I think about, um, when I think about, you know, the, the, the old lady situation, even if they were real people, it's almost like, I, I feel like if something was really off about the neighborhood that it would draw people like that in, of course just bad people everywhere. You ever notice any animals go missing around your neighborhood? Uh yes, lots of lots of our neighborhood cats actually. We um we assumed we had like a coyote problem, but I remember one of my cats went missing, one of my neighbors' cats, stuff like that. Yeah, it's like I I didn't I don't think much about it because living in a Slight, slightly more rural area. We, we of course, have a lot of um, wildlife that could get to animals um, like that and such. I think that um, cats would be an easy target because I, I, I'd assume that's very rare that people, like, declaw their cats. And when people do, cats mm -hmm. turn to biting. So there's that. They would be a little bit easier to catch because, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're a beast, well, a lot of these people might hate saying that um a cat bite's not really shit and same thing with cat right. claws like they hurt but they they hurt like your little human skin you know it's not gonna hurt a coyote or it's not gonna hurt like a wolf or something like that that wants to really just get that meal in and this is like prime skinwalker territory, man. Like they had two photographs of it. They were driving by. First photo, kind of far away, a little blurry. Second photo, up close, really clear. And like, it's this dog walking on two legs. And it's got like flesh and bone showing. And it's like up walking right on two feet. And it's like clearly alive. And it's like the most, one of the freakiest photos I've ever seen. And let me tell you, if it's a fake, it's one of the best fakes I've ever seen. It is for real freaky. Yeah, that that's fucked up for sure. I I remember um uh a video that my friend had showed me back in back in school where um there was this really weird uh I I tried finding it a, a couple of years later because it was so freaky, but I, I haven't found it since. It was just this video that was taken off of someone's dash cam and they're they're driving down the road and it's late at night. And they see like this hunched over figure with like white robes on and long black hair uh, by one of the street signs. 
and they stop thinking maybe someone needs help, but then it just kind of turns towards them and it starts like, Oh God, the way the thing moved was fucking terrifying. It was, it like, it had like this really quick limping gait as it came and it just came charging towards the car and you could see the car literally back up and then try to swerve around it and get the fuck out of there. I remember my friend showing me that video and just being like, Oh, good God. That, that, like I, I'm pretty sure it was a Skinwalker compilation or something of the sort. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I just found it, actually. Um, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just found it. Let me uh, pull this up real quick. Yep, I found it. Oh, that's definitely it. I found it. Oh God, I don't even want to. I don't even want to see it anymore. Yep, it's like it's like. <laughs> wobbling towards it's got this long black hair it's hunched over like looking mm -hmm. right at the vehicle the vehicle starts backing up she's got like right. a little, little stick yeah oh, God, that's, that's that scared the shit out oh, of me when my friend fuck, showed me that man. look at how it walks man what the <laughs> fuck is dude it's like fucking the way that it moves is what's so disturbing about it it's like a giant penguin <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't more popular. I couldn't find it myself, but I looked it back up. But then again, I probably didn't put a whole lot of effort into it because I was so freaked out by it. Yeah, it, it's uploaded in another um how I how I just found it. I I could probably find the original video, I'm sure, but like I don't yeah. I don't like that, man. Jeez, that's creepy. But anyway, how do you feel about this after talking about all this? Um, I'm, I mean, it is, it is nice to talk about it. I, um, don't really, um, discuss stuff like this very often. I, um, have been posting on Reddit. I mean, I, I only have like three posts about stories that I've had or whatnot, but, uh, I'm always more comfortable, of course, like typing it out than I am actually speaking about it. Um, it, it feels pretty good to talk about it after so long. But it's like, yeah, I'm I'm never bringing it up to to my friend because I don't want to, because I've gotten a lot of comments on my original post about oh you should you should tell your friend that she's not crazy that this this this, this. and and I really feel like that would be very harmful to her you know I mean, the first major event that she had was was at my house and whether it was real or not telling her that I saw something. I mean, I think that she's not crazy would just undo years of work that she had and of work in progress that she had made to um, kind of better her mental health and, and herself. And I wouldn't want to do that. I agree. Which is a, a big reason why I want to stay anonymous and her stay anonymous. Because, you know, it was a small town. Um, Word did end up getting around about her... Um, mental illness a couple years later as she got more open about it and whatnot so I, I wouldn't want to do anything like that 100 percent. 